thanks for joining us. Um, welcome to Balance Chaos. We are here today hanging out on Monday mornings because that's what we like to do. Big Monday morning, 9 a.m. girls. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what's, what's a better way to start the week than just talk about spiritual stuff and drink coffee, Ooh. right? Spiritual stuff. <laughs> so um, as we sat here for like, I don't know, a while trying to figure out what we were doing, because that's who we are. Um, we decided we're going to talk about manifesting today. Yes, this is one of our, both of our, I think, yes. all-time favorite topics because it's so fun to see it unfold. Yeah, it's something that's very um, very easy to see it taking action right away as soon as you start taking those steps and like noticing how your thoughts are creating your reality. Then all of a sudden you are stepping into like this amazing power that you didn't realize you had. Yeah. You start co-creating your life and life starts happening for you rather than to you. You're not just getting hit from all different (laughs) (laughs) avenues, ways. Yeah. So, I mean, and manifesting can be so fun. Like it's so, so, so fun because you get to choose what you want your life to look like. Yes. Yes. So we're, what, what is what is manifesting? Like, what, we'll if somebody's, yeah. what if somebody's listening to this and like, what are these crazy girls talking about? Like, what is manifesting? Um, I think we're always manifesting. So manifesting is deciding or creating the emotions and feelings that you want to come to fruition into your in your life. Yeah. Um, it's emotions and thoughts in action. So if I wake up today and my intention, so where intention goes, energy flows. So if I wake up today and my intention is to be happy and I'm like, you know what? I feel good. I feel happy. I start doing things that make me happy. The rest of my day is going to flow in that direction. Yeah. So basically it's like whatever you're spending your time focusing on is what's going to happen. What you're going to attract. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) So, I mean, is it safe to say that people who have a kind of negative output on life, like they're just attracting more of that? Absolutely. Okay, cool. So if, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. Think about like with somebody who says like, oh, such a bad day when it rains it pours well yeah you're attracting more negativity into your space yeah and then if you wake up and you decide you're going to have a happy day even if you have something spill your coffee on your <laughs> I love that, that. Example. I was going to say <laughs> spilling coffee all over the counter but you know we're always spilling coffee apparently <laughs> but it's not going to ruin our day right right we decided to have a happy day so you're not looking at this like oh my gosh see I knew it you're going, okay, I spilled some coffee. Let's wipe it up. Awesome. I have clean towels. Oh, what, what a blessing. What a blessing. <laughs> and my laundry, my washer is like ready to go. <laughs> it's true. I actually want to talk a little bit about um, our physical vibration, though, because the cool. higher we vibrate, the easier it is to manifest. Okay. Can you, do you know anything that like raises your vibration? What makes I, you feel good? I mean, <laughs> what makes me feel good, well, first of all, I think when I am in a good space, like, so if I wake up and I meditate or I do something to take care of myself first, that helps me to step into a, a good space for the day. Awesome. Um, I also like to start with some good food because that is super important, but yeah, yeah. you tell well, me what you're thinking. No, I think that was great. I think food does. I think so many don't, so many of us don't realize how heavily food affects our vibration. Um, when you hear like you are what you eat, I absolutely so believe that. so true. I mean, I know like a day that I'm like, it's, I don't feel great. It's fine. I'm just going to have like chips and ice cream and this 
you feel crappy at the end of the oh, day. Absolutely. You feel so crappy. And if you are like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'll have this fruit and I'm going to start with the lemon water and all of this. And all of a sudden you have so much more energy, which obviously I started with today because I can't stop talking <laughs> or maybe it's the coffee. Yeah. Well, food is life force energy. So the more whole live organic foods you eat, so foods that aren't chemically processed. So think fruits, vegetables, protein, things like that. You're going to feel better. Um, so basically, like, not the stuff that you pull off the shelf that's in a cardboard box. It's more, you know, you're shopping the outside of the grocery store. Absolutely. like your fruits, your vegetables, the things that are colored. Or maybe you're growing them in your backyard, and then they're that's really the most ideal. Because yeah. <laughs> then you know exactly how it's treated, where it comes from. Um, so food affects our vibration. Um, our surroundings affect our vibration. So For sure. Eliminating clutter and chaos and trying to keep your space feeling great. Um, I like to add color in my space. Yeah. Well, and I think the clutter factor for me is something that has shifted a lot in recent years. Like I thrived in a lot of, or I felt like it's actually not true, but I felt like I thrived in a lot of mess and I was fine with it. And I like kind of just went with that story. And since I've made an effort to clear out a lot of the just extra, extra stuff, um, my thoughts are clear. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, so really cool. Um, I agree with that, though. I do feel like like the cleaner my house is, it's almost like I feel like I have more time. I'm like, what am I going to do with all this free <laughs> space? Well, you know, like we all have that, especially if you're a mom at home and you have that feeling like the kids are playing or you're, you know, you're busy doing stuff, you're cooking, and then you turn around and there's like just shit everywhere and you have that like oh my gosh just everything needs to get cleaned up right now I think we've like all had that like panicky feeling yes. no matter how much of a neat freak or not a neat freak you are it's like just it feels like the walls are closing in almost and hello coffee maker coffee sorry. more coffee <laughs> um but it's the I mean the reason for that is that it's affecting your energy like yes. you're it's like seeping into your energy field that's exactly it so that, oh, then we also have to look at um, movement. So if you're not moving, if you're still most of the time, or a lot of us have like desk jobs where we're sitting still, your body is going to crave some sort of stretching or physical exertion because we're built for it. Totally. Um, I, the other day, I mean, I know, I know how important movement is. I've been teaching yoga for a long time. I've been doing yoga for even longer. And I know I always feel better, but I'm always amazed. Like if I'm having a day where I feel sluggish and I really just, I'm like, I don't really want to do yoga, but I'm like, I know I'm going to feel better. And then I do 20 minutes. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be, that's the other thing. I think a lot of times we think we need this full hour of exercise. Like, no, just stretch at your desk for five minutes and you'll feel better. So yeah, just the other day, I did like 20 minutes. I finished, and I was like, I'm a brand new person. This shit works. It works. It's crazy. It's so funny when we implement the things that we teach, because I do that too. Like, when I'm feeling really stressed, I I'm I like the trampoline. So I have a mini trampoline. It makes me happy. But when I feel down, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put my headphones in and go jump for 10 minutes. I feel like literally a queen, like a new woman. <laughs> yes. It's like, <laughs> like it's like wow. somebody just like smacks you out of like whatever weird funk you're in. And you're like, oh, life is great. This Let's is just- the best life. <laughs> <laughs> Today is amazing. Whereas before I'm like, just everyone leave me alone. Get out right. of here. <laughs> so being mindful of the things that we know raise our vibration, the higher you vibrate, the more in alignment you're going to be with the laws of attraction, which is manifesting in action. Yeah, like bringing the things that you want to you. Yes, absolutely. Cool. So 
Yeah. So th- you can do all these little things to raise your vibration. Right. right. I mean, that's... So basically, once we look at our environment, our, th- our, our food, our exercise, now we can look at our thoughts. Because you can actually take action to choose different thoughts. But the better you're feeling, the more fed you are, basically. Yeah. The more conscious you are going to be of your thoughts. Yeah. It's not easy to like be conscious of your thoughts if you're just like overwhelmed by clutter or feeling sluggish from food or like you need to stretch because then you're distracted by all of those external things. And then it's really hard to like get into the internal, but when you really pay attention to those, so that would be kind of the first step is like just being aware and mindful of the things that you're putting in the body, the way that you're moving in your body and um, the way you're living, like your home. Um, Yeah. From there, then we go into, okay, what thoughts am I holding strong to? Am I stuck in fear? Am I being negative? And if I am, how do I shift that? Yeah, because I think, so all day long, right? Mm-hmm. All day long, you're, you're telling a story to yourself. You're talking, like if I stop talking, I don't know. I don't know if everybody thinks the same way I do, but <laughs> I stop talking and there's still things happening up here. Like there's a lot of sound and a lot of noise. Um, I know my husband, he has like music, so maybe that's more pleasant. I don't know. <laughs> Um, constant music, constant, like there's a lot of beats in there, but there's always, I'm always telling myself something. And I think a lot of times until we stop and take a look at those thoughts, we don't really realize that the stories that we're telling ourselves are affecting our every day. They're literally creating our future, our now as well. And the other thing is like, I don't know, like, do you know that you are in control of your thoughts or are they just coming in all the time and you're not even being aware of what's happening and you're telling yourself these maybe really sad stories that aren't true right? over and over and over again? Um, so yeah, the first step for that is to be aware. Start catching it. What's going on in your head when you're not talking? Yeah. And then how does it feel in the body? Because our feelings and emotions are a a vibration that attracts to us. So like if I'm thinking when Kristen comes in today and let's say she doesn't say hi to me with the same enthusiasm that she did last Monday. (laughs) I'm usually very enthusiastic. You never know. (laughs) But let's say that I'm having a a lower vibration day. So Kristen comes in, she doesn't say hi with the right enthusiasm. And then I start thinking, she doesn't like me. She doesn't want to do this anymore. What's wrong with me? Why? Why do all my friends not like me? Like if I let my thoughts go there... I am about to attract abandonment because I'm abandoning myself with these negative thoughts. But if she comes in and she doesn't say hi, this didn't happen by the way, but (laughs) she comes in and she doesn't say hi with the right enthusiasm and I catch myself going negative, but I'm like, you know what? That's not about me. Maybe she didn't have enough coffee yet. Maybe there's traffic getting here. Like, and I start to go that way. I will stop creating this barrier between us or, or there's an option for C where I don't take it personally at all. I let right. her be who she is and I be who I am. And <laughs> Well, and I think this is so important because we, I, I mean, I talk, I've talked to a lot of women. You talk to a lot of women and men, but we all are, we're like interacting with each other, but we're all placing our own stories on things. And sometimes we take something so personally that's not even about us. Like if that happened, chances are I'm super distracted. Like maybe I had a fight with one of my kids. Maybe I'm feeling bad about something. Maybe I'm super distracted about something in the afternoon. I never come into any, I love my relationships with 
with people. If I don't like you, you probably know it. <laughs> but because I, I've said it to you. So. Yeah, pretty much. But if I am coming into a room without the same enthusiasm, it's because my head is somewhere else. And it's never usually about that person. Right. But it's really easy when you're on the other side to go like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Why is this today? And I mean, we're all guilty of it, but it's about catching that thought right. before we spin off. Yes. Catching that thought before the train runs them up. <laughs> Derails. Before you're already here on Abandonment Express. <laughs> well, I'm already like, Kristen, get out. You don't like me anymore. And she's like, what? I'm like, I mean, I'm, like, I'm sorry. I brought this tripod. And... <laughs> But you can see, like, just with that example, how often we're creating something. Some of the fights I think a lot of our culture and society and people around us get in, <laughs> I mean, they start in the head and they're they start just so the silly and people just aren't on the same wavelength. Yeah. It's like coming, you're coming, you're both in a book and you're having a story <laughs> and the books are on totally different chapters, but you think that they're together and then you just end up like... What what just happened? And you, we're sitting at the end alone and sad. <laughs> and it's true though because, but it's, it's really not just how I wanted my if book we to just communicate communicating authentically is huge. Like if I came in and I was like, I'm being weird. I could just be like, Hey, I had a weird morning. Sorry if I'm being like this. Yeah, not even apologizing. It's yeah, just acknowledging. True. Yes. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to correct. No, you. you're right though. But I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We're not apologizing here. Um, but I mean, the key here is to realize like what you focus on, you attract. Yes. So that's why we want you to shift your thoughts. I'm screaming to the positive. <laughs> we want to make sure you really hear us. <laughs> so, like for me, I set my intention for the day. I'm going to have a high vibrational day. Um, I send myself love at different times of the day. So if I get up at seven, I'm like, okay, I'm sending Brooke love at or me at. 10, 1, and 4, and I'm going to feel good today, and I'm going to do well. And since I'm focusing on positivity, I am attracting positivity throughout totally. the day. Yeah, I I do something similar. Like, I wake up, especially if I wake up kind of in like a, ooh, I right away write down um, something I'm grateful for, something I want to let go of, and something I want to accomplish. So I can ooh, stop my that. brain from, like, I can't remember where I learned it, honestly. If it's you, thank you. <laughs> um, but it stops me because I am a terrible overthinker, which I think is pretty common in most of us. And it's something I've really worked on to get off of the the crazy train. No, <laughs> to get off of, you know, attracting things that I don't want. Um, so instead of overthinking, I just write down like what I'm probably what I'm overthinking about and then ask to release it and then think about something that I can accomplish to maybe get get rid of get rid of what I'm overthinking about and then the problem's going to be gone. I love that cuz it gives you kind of a roadmap. Sometimes we feel helpless, but that kind of gives you some control again. Like yeah. a, okay, look, this is what I'm doing. Writing down gets it out of the subconscious mind so your brain's not going to go over and over it again. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, um uh, side well, note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to take this into money. Oh, I love that. Because a lot of times we worry about money, um, 86% or don't quote me on that, but it's, it's in the high eighties of Americans are in debt. So yeah, a lot of us are thinking negatively about money or we're like, Oh, I don't know if I can spend that or gosh, it seems like I'm working a lot, but my money's not catching up. When we get in those trains of thought, that's a great time to shift it. So yes. I always go to money flow like my replacement mantra for negative money thoughts are money flows easily to me yeah i'm safe to have money 
Um, and so it doesn't matter how much my brain stews on financial stuff. I just keep going back to money flows easily to me. I'll say it a thousand times if I have to. Absolutely. And I promise you it shifts something. You stop worrying. You stop holding the vibration of lack. Yeah. Because it's really easy to get caught up in... And there's a lot of talk about money, too. I think um, our society in particular, like all throughout the world, of course, there's thoughts of money. But we are really... We're into our money here. Yeah. And, we, and it's talked about a lot on the news, in conversation, in this. And there's also this really... Um, we are big consumers and people are spending. Yes. So there's this lots of comparison. So instead of thinking about what you have and being grateful, you're thinking about what somebody else has. And instead of using it as a manifesting thing, you're using it as like, a, I don't have. Right. So okay. taking, taking that shift to like money flows to me, like it's coming, it's here, it's all around me or like closing your eyes and imagining money all around yes, you. I like coming that from one the too. Trees. Yeah. You know what I also like to do? Like if you are stuck in comparison, instead of being like, okay, let's say somebody works the same job as us and you see like they have a nice car and this home and things that you don't feel like you can afford. And plus, we never know somebody else's no, financial situation. No. But what I do instead of being like, how do they have that? Or how come I don't have that? I could never have that. Yeah. I go to, you know what? They have that. I'm happy for them. And I deserve that as well. Yes. So when you start to feel, use them as a benchmark for I deserve that, then you start to put get the ball rolling and bring things to fruition for yourself. Yes. As well. Because then you're... You're thinking about your possibilities, not your lack of. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm going to get a bumper sticker made of that. That was really good. <laughs> Thanks. I remember it. Um, yeah. You just always want to be looking instead of, it's so interesting. Like I love talking to people and kind of like just listening to the way that they speak about others things and yes. Like, oh, my friend just got this and noticing if it's like, my friend just got this. I don't know how they have that or my friend just got this. I'm so excited for her. That's awesome. Yeah. Start paying attention to how you're thinking about others and you'll see, are you, are you holding a a block? Yeah. Cause you might not even realize you're doing it. Absolutely. I want to talk about fear first and then we'll talk about blocks. Awesome. So fear is a, so again, all of our emotions and thoughts create a vibration. Fear is a mega attractor. It's a very strong vibration. That is why we want to get used to um, transmuting fear and not focusing on it. If we focus on fear, we are going to attract that. Yeah. If I am so scared that, let's just say, I like abandonment for this one. If I'm so scared my boyfriend's going to leave me, I'm attracting that. Yeah. But if I shift into, you know, I deserve this relationship. I'm a great person. Yeah. you yeah, can sh- you can you can shift it because I mean fear is important. Like it's not like we're trying to take fear right. away. In life and death situation, fear is important. But we have used we use fear almost as a crutch to yeah. like be like, oh, I can't, I can't have this, I can't, and it's actually counteracting what we want. Exactly. Yeah. If I fear leaving my job that I hate to create the business that I love. And I think it's going to fail. Well, then, well, that's exactly what I'm going to attract. That's what's going to happen. But if I'm like, you know what? It's time to take this step. Um, my love for whatever the business I'm trying to start outweighs my fear. Yeah. That's how we transmute that energy. And that's how you make it work. There's this beautiful, I think it's Gay Hendricks. He says, he wrote this book called The Big Leap, which is super interesting and talks about like our zone of genius. It's, I mean, it totally goes along with this. Our zone of genius and our zone of excellence. So a lot of us stay in the zone of genius and are afraid to jump into our zone of excellence. This is like a very brief thing (laughs) on it. But he says that fear is excitement without the breath. 
Ah. So, and like, of course you're going to be nervous to take a step to something else, but if you, you have to like slow down, breathe through it and be like, this is excitement. I can be excited about yes. this instead of being fearful. So that breath is kind of like self-regulating, self-soothing, telling the body, this isn't life or death. I'm actually safe. Yeah. It's okay. You're not going to fall off a cliff because you're <laughs> switching jobs. Right. You're going to be all right. <laughs> right. And you know what? We always have the power of choice. So let's say you make a choice. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel good. Okay. You make a new choice and you shift it. I love that so much because we get really stuck and like, well, then I do this. And then what happens? <laughs> like, well, then you can go back to doing the other thing if worst case. You know you what? Know? Yeah. Your bank job is always going to be there. There's lots of banks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. that was. If you have a bank job and you love it, I am so happy for you. <laughs> this is the important things that you love your life. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's go to now blocks. What blocks manifesting? So what are, what are blocks? Like people are like... We're, we kind of talked about it a little bit in um, something that we just talked about that now I can't remember. But, but <laughs> when, valid yeah, point. Valid point, right? <laughs> you know, no. Um, blocks, they just are creating a lot of resistance for us, right. right? So they're like stopping us from getting the things that we want, but we may not always realize they're there. That's so, yes. Too. There I, I got there. So many times they're almost ingrained in us. So like, I like this one. Um I have to work really hard to make money. Oh, yes. So if you believe that, let's say your dad taught you that, like, get out there, you work hard, and that's how you get money. Which I'm going to say this is, like, a very American oh, yeah. mindset. Coming, This came from um, our grandparents or great-grandparents coming off the Great Depression. Yeah. They learned you just get a good job, you work hard, you take, home, you take care of your family. But what that's done now is our society has shifted. So many of us believe we have to work Super, super, super 12 hard. 12-hour days to yeah. be successful, and then you have nothing left. You can't even yeah. enjoy, enjoy your family or what you're, the and money then, you're working for. Yeah, and those guys weren't working the crazy hours that we work now. They were working hard, but they there was a little more work-life balance, and we've kind of lost that. We've lost that heavily. So. so if you are holding that I have to work hard to make money, what happens is, yes, the days you are working 10, 12-hour days and working into exhaustion, you feel good with money. But let's say you take a vacation. Or you take oh. a day off. That's when you're going to notice, oh, a bill came out of nowhere. Yeah. Or, ooh, uh, my bank account just seems lower. Or you're going to have anxiety about taking the time off and not enjoy it. And that's because you're holding the belief that I have to work hard to have money. So when I'm not, money does not feel safe for me. So then you're on vacation just checking your bank account every hour. Right. <laughs> and it's depleting. And you're like, how is this happening? I forgot about that bill. But you, it's this... It's this thought that you have that you're that you're creating. It's basically polarizing. Like if you're got used to telling yourself uh, money flows easily to me, but then when you're not working and you're like, oh, I need to work hard to make money, mm-hmm. you're polarizing the abundance you've already created, and you're you're going into lack. Yeah, that's why so many people will like because I get people who are like, well, how come there is people who get really wealthy but then it fails? Yeah, and it's because they were on the vibration of abundance. But as soon as they stop having to work hard, let's say they sell their corporation or they then, something happens where they get a large amount of money and then they realize, oh, I'm not working hard. Then they shift into the vibration of lack. Well, and it goes, there's another example I really like with this, people who win the lottery. Yes. They like don't, they don't have the mindset to be okay with all of that. So they don't have, um, almost the tools. Yeah. They don't know how to be okay with having this much money. So they just spend it, spend it, spend it. And then they lose it. They lose it. So, I mean, money really is just a vibration. If you can get on the vibration of abundance and release your polarizing or resistance. So the beliefs that 
are counterintuitive, then you can stay there. You can stay wealthy. You can stay. You can have it. You can stay in the abundance. (laughs) Um, So any limiting belief, like let's say we can take this. It doesn't just have to be about money, but if we think let's, let's make it about moms. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, If I'm a mom, I have to be stressed and I have to be busy all the time. Yeah. I can't take any time for myself Mm -hmm. to be a good mom, to be a good mom. I cannot, I have to put my kids first. Yes. Nope. There's no time for me to work out. There's no time for me to rest. I just need to feel haggard and running all the time. So if you start to believe that, the moment you take time for yourself, A, you're going to feel guilt. That mom guilt is going to creep in. Um, I'm all about eliminating (laughs) the mom guilt. Right. But I mean, honestly, honestly, if we look at the days that like even me, like the best days I have with my child are the days that like I feel good. So I've taken care of myself. Uh, I, if I don't feel good, I am not a good mom. I am angry and and I'm just not as patient. And the days that I have taken care of myself and then go to take care of my children and it doesn't have to be major, but I think it's just, it is, this is a huge limiting belief from, I think most moms. Like we're trying, I, I see this like generations of mom trying to like reframe it, but there's all this like deep seated mom guilt I know for me, like I, my mom stayed at home. So I had a lot of guilt about working, but I was like, I actually do want to work. And I have three daughters. I want to show them that they can work. Yes. And, but I had to kind of really, really work on my mindset with that and get over that limiting belief. belief. Right. No, that's, it does. Because those beliefs are going to be what blocks you up. Even if it feels good to take that time for yourself, but you're like, Ooh, I can't, you're going to lower your vibration with that guilt with that. Yeah. Shifting. And it also affects our relationships. I mean, many of us have a great relationship with our spouse or our person prior to children, but then we have children and we kind of feel like, well, no, to be a good mom, I have to give my all to my children. Yeah. And you don't give anything to your spouse. That's not healthy. No, no, it's true. And your kids are going to benefit more from seeing you in a happy, healthy, Healthy loving relationship where you're still feeding that. Yeah. And like going on dates together and doing, having fun, still being a person. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that that's almost what the, the mom limiting belief comes down to is like, I'm just a mom. Right. No, you get to still be, you have a whole identity outside of motherhood. <laughs> yeah. Um, good. I like that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a big part is releasing those stories. Start to identify where do I want something really bad, but I'm not getting it because my story that I'm telling myself is not in alignment with that, what I want. Yeah. So start noticing when you get those, those, um, I don't know, those feelings like the guilt or the fear, start noticing the thought that pops in right away. Like, is it, I'm not a good mom if I'm not there. Um, I have to work hard for my money and just like notice, I might not be in those exact words, but notice your story and the sentences that come up right away and then shift it. Yes. So we want to shift to what we do want. Yeah. So like easy, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) I always like to think like, you know what I do? Like one of my favorite mantras for myself is I value free time. (laughs) I like that. And I do. I love having a day where I wake up and everything's not planned out. Yes. Maybe we plan some things, but I like, how do I feel? And if I want to do today. Right. And if I can do that, I'm like, oh, that was a great day. Like, so I focus on, I do want free time. So if I know that I do want free time, well, then I need to... (laughs) Not book my schedule from nine to nine. Yeah. Right. Because you're not going to have free time then. Right. And I can shift like, okay, I can already see I need to do that. I also see, I need to start saying no to some things. If some things don't feel good, like if I'm like, oh, I've committed to eight birthday parties this month. 
I don't want to go to all these birthday parties. No. My son's going to be burnt out too. Well, then I need to start saying like, sorry, I can't make it without the guilt. Yeah. You have to let go of that guilt because you know what? Everybody needs free time. Yes. Everybody needs free time. And I think we get in this whole mindset of like, we have to fill. And I, I do think like this, this year has taught us like, we really don't. (laughs) 2020, the year of sitting still, sitting (laughs) calmly with all of our thoughts and feelings (laughs) or not so calmly. But I do think it's showed us like, it's actually okay to not have everything planned out. And it's okay when things kind of, I mean, it's not easy, but it's okay when things fall apart and it gives us time to like reassess and see what is important to us because when we're just going, going, going and filling every minute, you don't just like working all the time or anything, you don't have time to actually see what matters to you. Right. Identify the feelings you do want. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we're going all the time, years go by and you may have changed a lot in those years and you haven't taken the time to slow down and be like, what do I like now? I mean, I'm not, you know, 20 year old Kristen, I'm 35 year old Kristen. I probably have very different priorities. Like, absolutely. It's important to slow down and take that time. Um, even when we're thinking about, let's say we're trying to manifest an, I'm going to use the career example again, but then we focus on, well, I don't want my own business and then have to work all the time <laughs> or I don't want my own business. And then, uh, insurance prices are really high. And then what if I get hurt? <laughs> so you're focusing on what you don't want. Yeah. That's for you. You're going to attract it, but instead shift to what you do want. I want my own business and I want to work 40 hours a week. Beautiful. Or this is one of my favorites because it's something that used to block me. Like I can't have my own business because I'm not good with, um, taxes or technical stuff. Guess what? You can hire someone to do that. You can outsource so many things, (laughs) right? Like, so don't use the limiting belief to keep you from getting that thing you want. I mean, there's so many options out there. So focus on the good parts. I do love this. I'm passionate about this. I want to do something I love every day. Those do's are what we're going to attract, but focus on Again, the universe doesn't know the difference. Not again, because I didn't say it yet. But <laughs> Again, for today. Yes. <laughs> the universe doesn't know the difference between do and don't. So, like, if you're trying to manifest a husband and you're like, I don't want somebody who drinks a lot. Well, you're attracting that. So instead of like, why do these alcoholics <laughs> keep coming by? <laughs> I do want a social drinker, or I do want somebody who doesn't drink. <laughs> like, yeah. Focus on the do. Yeah, focus on the do. So thinking about what you want rather than what you don't. I mean, it's just, it sounds so easy, but I would suggest writing it out because a lot of times we don't realize what we're putting the the not or the don't in front of. Yes. And then finding a way to fix that. Like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, there was definitely a time where I was like, I don't want to be working so much. I don't want to be working so much. And then I was working a ton. And I'm like, why, why is this happening? I don't want to. the universe heard, she wants to work a lot. Like, send her stuff. Send her things. So instead, I shifted it to, I want to have more time to spend with my kids. There we go. Here she is with all this time. So much time. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I think that was good. Lastly. Don't force. Don't force. Oh, so hard. So it's like, yeah, if we're saying we do want something. Um, okay, so we've talked a little bit previously about spirit guides, but I always like to use my guides when I'm manifesting. So I use prayer. I believe yeah. in the pr- power of prayer. It's not in a religious sense, but I just pray, dear spirit guides, um, let's say, dear spirit guides, please allow me to attract clients, word of mouth, right? I pray for that. I ask. And then I don't keep being like, spirit guides, where are my clients? Hey, where are my clients? 
I asked you for this. Where is it? Yeah. So if you keep, <laughs> asked you four hours ago, <laughs> if you keep checking or forcing, you're adding resistance. And so what you're really attracting is more waiting. Yeah. You have, it's a, it's a practice of patience and trust. Like, yes. Like it, I think a big part of manifesting is also the trust that it's going to happen in the right timing because we have our own ideas of how of our timeline of our very perfect timeline that things <laughs> need to happen. And a lot of times if they happen in that order or in that time, they're not going to be right. Right. So it's like, I mean, I like this example of like rushing to get married because you want to do it by a certain time and then you end up marrying someone that maybe wasn't the right person um, instead of just being patient and like trusting. Waiting for that right person. Waiting for yeah. the right person and not thinking about a number or time. So it's a really big practice in trust and letting things happen as they're supposed to. Yeah, kind of releasing the control of like how. Yeah, and just hard. No, like, okay, if I'm asking for clients, they're going to come. I just need to breathe. I've asked for it. So once you ask, trust that you've been heard. Yes. Um, it's like the money thing too. I think a lot of people will be like, okay, I want to manifest money. Money flows easily to me. But if you check your bank account every hour, <laughs> like Guess what? where's the money? Where's the money? Why haven't I gotten paid? Or like a lot of times I think <laughs> during the pandemic, a lot of people were waiting for unemployment. Oh yeah. And so many people were checking it incessantly and it's like, okay, you know, you're blocking it from getting here. But if you, you filed all the paperwork <laughs> it's going through, it breathe, will happen. it's got to come in. Yeah, it happens and it happens in its time. So just gotta <laughs> let it let, let it, it go happen. a little bit. So the key here, going back to pray, ask, put it out there, journal it, and then trust. Yeah, and then when you find yourself spinning into that thought of like it's not happening, that's when you need to go into the the shifting and the positive. And beliefs. instead of going like, see, I knew this wasn't going to happen, going like, I trust that it's all coming in the right time. Can you give us an example of something small and something big that you've manifested? Oh, I can, <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, I, I was laughing thinking about this. I'm like, I feel like the small things happen so often it's hard to, to pick one because... We're mega manifestors <laughs> over here. <laughs> I mean, a, a simple thing like, i be like, oh, I want to go get a coffee. I wonder if I have a $20 bill and I'll like go into a, a bag and there's a $20 bill oh, right awesome. there yeah. waiting for me. Instead of, I'm like, I don't feel like charging or finding my card. I, I just hope I have cash right here. Boop, there it is. Um, that happens to me a lot. Oh, that's nice. Which is a, which is a good one. <laughs> uh, and that all, I also use that as a good reminder of money's always flowing to me. Yes. So I like to do little manifesting with money just to like reassure myself. That still got it. That it's coming. <laughs> that it's, you know, like, when, especially if I'm in a time where I'm, like, transitioning or this, just, or I'm, you know, working towards something big, I like to do these little kind of manifesting things with money to just... Awesome. Yeah. Just to give myself a little, like, yeah, I got this. Um, and then my big one, so I, when I went to college, I wanted to study abroad. My dad was from England. We used to live in Bermuda when I was a kid, and I always wanted to live in Europe, but like, I don't know. I was like, I'll just go study abroad when I'm in college. So then I ended up coming back. I went to college in Virginia and ended up coming back after two years, so I didn't study abroad. And I remember knowing it was the right decision to come back to Las Vegas, but that was like the one thing that I was like, ah, but I went, you know, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there at some point and I'm not just going to, I would always tell myself, I'm not just going to visit there. I'm going to live there. Like that was like my, my mantra. 
Um, I'm going to live there. I'm going to really be in it. I'm going to live there. So then I met my husband um, 11 years ago. And actually, 11 years ago on October 16th, which is from now when we're recording this, it's like four days, five days away. Wow. Um, Happy I'm, meeting anniversary. <laughs> no, it's actually my moving. I moved, oh, I moved to Norway okay. and I lived in Norway for four years and got to explore all around Europe and definitely be in it. Wow. So that was my big manifesting. And see, I love that one because she didn't focus on the time. Like, oh, I didn't do it when I was in college, so now I don't get to do it. Like yeah. that would have been a limiting belief or a block. Instead, you were like, you know what? I just know it's going to happen. And yeah. sure as heck, it happened. And it really was, it, like, I didn't know I was practicing it then. But anytime I had that thought, like, oh, I should have done that then, I'd be like, no. It doesn't matter I didn't do it then. It's coming. Like, I will get there. So I really did that, like, slapping that thought away and replacing wow. it with something good. So, you know. I love that. Um, what I about you? <laughs> actually, I just had a good thought. Like, I've actually been really good at manifesting through okay so I believe abundance comes in all different ways but almost through gifts and not to sound like I want gifts like I don't know how to describe that in any other way she's just trying to get me to buy her right. <laughs> but one day I like was driving to work and I didn't have time I was driving to my office I didn't have time to grab a juice and I was like oh that's weird I really would like a juice today like literally my first client that came in was like hey I stopped at juice standard and I brought you a juice and it was like, all I did was oh, think, like, awesome. I would really like a juice today. And it was not 20 minutes later, I had one in my hand, which was, like, really cool. Yeah. Um, another example of this, this was recent, too. Um, hey, clients, if you're listening, I love all of you. Um, <laughs> but one of my clients, I love her dearly. She is just so cute. And she walked in the office. And I love wearing orange or yellow. It's my favorite colors to wear. She's also wearing it right now. I'm wearing it right if now. If you're watching this on our YouTube thing, you can see that. <laughs> but it's, it's my favorite. You'll, you'll catch me in it often. If we ever do a photo shoot, I'm in orange and yellow. <laughs> um, but she was wearing the prettiest yellow dress. And I'm sure she had work or something after, but I complimented it like 30 times. And I was like, where did you get it? She told me. I downloaded the app to that store trying to find it. I could not find it. A week later, at the door of my office, she had flowers and the dress. Oh. So sweet, but I do think I manifested it. She's like, I wanted that. I wanted it so bad, and I got it, even though I couldn't find it on the website. Yeah. So thank you if you're listening. No, thank you. You know who you are. Um, (laughs) Something on a larger scale, I would say, um, I think just in general, where I am in my life right now, like having my house the way I want it, having like my, the hours I work, like my son's in school, the school I want him in, like these, like, I think I always thought like, okay, um, living on my own is expensive or, um, you know, being a single mom. I think I had a little bit of a story of being a single mom. I'm supposed to be poor or or, or struggle. And as soon as I decided, like, that's not my story, like, it's literally not my story. So, like, I'm very happy with, like, the side of town I live on. I wanted to be, like, near you, Um, (laughs) (laughs) near my friends. Um, Like, the, my drive to work every day is, like, only a mile, like, which I love, like, having everything close. And I just think I really believed I deserved it and I got it. Yes. But I love that you said, as soon as I decided that wasn't my story, it wasn't her story because that's. Like literally all you have to do, which is crazy, but it's just realizing, hearing the story and then getting out of it. Right. That's actually all you need to know about manifesting (laughs) the end. There it is. (laughs) We talked a lot, but that sentence was it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We didn't think you guys would listen if our podcast was only three minutes. (laughs) 
Um, well, we do want to leave you guys with some journal prompts to kind of get you in the flow of manifesting and catching where your limiting beliefs are and moving forward with attracting the life you want. Yes. Um, so yeah, so this is all, it's all so powerful. So if you don't have a pen and pencil yet, hit pause and run and grab one. Um, but here's some journaling prompts for you. So the first one is how do I want to feel? We talked about this in the beginning. It all comes down to feeling. And if you keep coming back to that, you keep knowing where you want to be. Right. And those feelings are a higher vibration that attracts it to you sooner. Yes. And then we want you to follow this up with a gratitude list. Yes. So when you are creating a gratitude list, you are actually asking for more things. So instead of going into that lack or that don't have, this is a way to shift. Shift. Also gratitude, another very strong vibration. Gratitude is very close to love on the vibrational scale. So gratitude is a mega mega attractor. So if you focus on the things you have that you're grateful for, what you're telling the universe is Thank you. I can have more. Give me more. I like it. (laughs) Um, All right, cool. And then the last thing is what shifts can you make to start co-creating your reality today? So like what stories are you telling yourself you realize are wrong? And then how can you shift out of that story? Cool. Cool. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, this has been really fun. (laughs) Um, Let us know in the comments or on our YouTube what you've manifested. Yes, we can't hear. wait to hear. And or maybe what you're working towards manifesting. And then we can check back in with you in a few months and see how it's going. Awesome. All right. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>